Shout out to our sponsor, Spark Your Resume, founded by Leander Howard II. It's an online resume writing and career advancement services company, helping real people obtain real results. Spark Your Resume specializes in resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, interview coaching, and career consulting. Spark Your Resume transforms your professional brand within six to eight business days. They offer their number one seller to Spark Your Career Package, which includes a resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, personalized cover letter, messaging template, so an introduction email template, thank you letter template, and cover letter template, along with a 45-minute tutorial on how to navigate LinkedIn effectively. The number one platform for professionals with over 675 million members. They have over 50 five-star reviews and five months of business. Spark Your Resume is the place to advance your career. Visit their website, sparkyourresume.com, to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with a team member to discuss your career goals and professional experiences. Follow their social media for career advice and motivational content. Spark Your Resume, helping real people obtain real results. Today is Wisdom Wednesdays. First Wisdom Wednesday. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m., we'll be live on Instagram. If you don't choose love, you choose hate. Welcome to the Spark Your Success Podcast, where I dive into entrepreneurship, career advancement and highlight real people obtaining real results in multiple industries. I am your host, Leander Howard II, founder and CEO of Spark Your Resume, which is an online resume writing and career advancement services company. And today, um, I'm very excited to be here, man. Um, we have our first Wisdom Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday is a segment I came up with to drop gems on entrepreneurship and career advancement, leaving it up to you to execute We'll be live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on IG. And I have a co-host for Wisdom Wednesday segments, one of my good colleagues, Terry Robinson, who will be joining me in a minute from Georgia State University, just interned at Deloitte. Really smart guy, really humble guy, very very king-like guy. <laughs> I speak highly of Terry, man. He's one, he's one hell of a dude. Um, and like I said, we'll be going live every Wednesday at 8 p.m., um, and this is just to really give back to the community. Please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, drop it in the chat. Uh, we'll be sure to answer the question. About to get it kicking off, man. Hope y'all excited. Hey, yes, man. Thank going. What's good. What's good, bro? You all right? Pretty good, man. Just trying to live. Just trying to live. Good. How about yourself? Doing well, man. You know me, man. I didn't know. Busy. Always man, busy, man. Man, man, man. Yes, sir. No, nah, man. But it's, there we go. Yeah. Um, get educated. But no, nah, man. Yeah, I man. I, I know, man. It just really going down and really just, you know, trying to add value, you know, because a lot of people out here need it. They do, they do. But nah, man, how was your day though? It was good? Good Wednesday? Yeah, man, pretty good. Pretty productive. 
um, you know, took a run this morning, you know, did a little bit of work, you know, part of the case competition. So I was working on that this morning with one of my colleagues. Um, right now, well, yeah, I actually had to get a gym membership today because the way Georgia State's gym, I always wanted to go, you know, get a little hoop session in and I can't get that at Georgia State anymore. So I decided, nah, hey, might as well just go ahead and get a membership at LA and, you know, make it go on from there because I, I need to get in the gym. <laughs> Max, got it, got it, got to stay healthy, man. But nah, man, tell the people a little bit about who's Terry Robinson, man, um, who you are, what you want to do in life, bro. Yeah, sure. So, uh, I guess for starters, you know, I was born and raised in Panama City, Florida. You know, up until about my sophomore year of, uh, of high school, uh, my father was, was part of the military, worked as a National Guard. And, you know, he was going up on retirement. And he was kind of trying to decide where he wanted to move to. Uh, I think it was, I believe, Houston, Orlando, and Atlanta. Well, he had a colleague who he had also just retired with and said, hey, you know, there's a perfect opportunity for you to be an ROTC instructor out here in the Atlanta area. So my dad went with the call and I did my junior and senior high school out here in Atlanta, Georgia. And eventually after uh, graduating, I went to Georgia State University. So right now I'm going into my senior year of college, man. Yes, it's sir. Yes, been sir. a long road <laughs> studying yes, finance sir. and information systems and just got off the internship with Deloitte. So you know, learned a lot from it, uh, you know, and it's definitely gonna carry me on forward for everything I go on so forth. So. Right now, a student, but you know, definitely got a few things to make, and just something like this right here. For yeah, man. Right. Yeah, man. Speaking about Deloitte, man, I kind of want you to touch on um, what was your approach, and you know, finding that internship, um, and why did why did you end up choosing Deloitte out of all you know maybe opportunities or offers you were seeking? Sure. Um, so it's kind of funny. I really wasn't even. I had really had no idea I was going to work for Deloitte. I kind of went to a well, I guess to give a little backstory. So I had a fraternity brother who had reached out to me. And he was in my ear and was like, hey, NABA conference is coming up. You need to check it out. You know, he kept reminding me, kept reminding, kept reminding me. And, you know, I just said, you know what? Something in my gut told me, you know, just follow through. So I followed through with it. And before you know it, you know, I'm getting I'm getting hit by different companies about, you know, potential job interviews. And, you know, Deloitte wasn't on that list. But I remember one day as I was walking into the auditorium, you know, Di Deloitte was diagonal for me. And I just had this feeling that told me, hey, go check out Deloitte. Go check out Deloitte. Go check out Deloitte. So I was like, all right, forget it. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. So I went over there and I, my approach, I kind of just went in with, you know, just how your day going. And it kind of started off a little odd. But eventually, I guess she took liking to me by just the answers that I was giving to her, or just the questions she was asking me and the questions I was asking her. And she told me, all right, here's your info. Expected to call from Deloitte in a few days. So next thing you know it, um, I get a call a few days later, and they're telling me, hey, are you still interested in the job opportunity or the internship opportunity at Deloitte? So I was like, sure, I'm going to do that. So fast forward, they sent me an email, and they said, hey, we have, we're gonna sit, we're gonna set you up. We got your flight, everything is covered. So in my head, I'm like, oh man, wow. I, I, was that was that the interview or was that the first interview? So eventually after that time I had left, went out to Deloitte University and it was an experience. I realized as soon as I got there, um, I, I felt like it was a test, you know, because they want to see how you interact as a person, right? right and right. I just went out there and just started talking to different interns started talking to consultants, senior managers, partners, 
you know, this, that, and third. And they, a lot of them took a liking to me. So funny story. Um, one of the senior managers who was running the, the intern program happened to catch her at a table by herself. Nobody wanted to speak to her. Um, you know, I guess, you know, people were a little bit more timid about that, you know, situation, talking to her, whatever the case may be. But I just, just became bold and I just, hey, you know what? I'm going to take initiative and I'm going to make this thing happen. So took talked to her for a little minute. You know, we had a, about an hour-long conversation. Um, and fast forward, we had lunch coming up. So as I'm going to grab my food, she asked me, hey, you know what? You, you probably want to sit at the table with me and some of the other senior managers, you know? And I said, you know what? Sure, I'll go ahead and talk to you guys. So it's like three or four or five senior managers, it's two or three other interns. We're sitting at the dinner table and we're just, we're just talking, just talking, just talking. Now look at this. Next day was interviews, right? Next day, guess who I saw? That lady and a partner of the firm. So I'm talking to both these people and I'm just in my head, I'm like, wow, is this God or what it, what's going on here? Thanks. So, you know, the first interview was a behavioral interview, right? The second one was a case study, which I, you know, almost caught me off guard, but just doing a lot of stuff, reading and just different things of that nature, just doing research on just consulting, whatever the case may be. Right. I kind of just applied those same frameworks, thought process, you name it. So after that time, you know, I feel like I nailed the case interview and, you know, I, ultimately I believe I did, you know, who knows, but they, they ended up giving me the offer and, you know, oh. took it and ran with it and just, you know, blessed. So. Hey man, I appreciate that backstory, bro. You said a lot of key things, man. So first thing, fraternity brother, right? Yeah. So like leveraging that network, very, mm -hmm. very important when it comes to job searching strategies. I Absolutely. think that a lot of people ignore the fact that they already have a network. So I challenge everybody to think about the network they already have before they start trying to build a new network. Think yeah. about everybody in the past. Well, you got, are you 21, bro? 22, just turned 22. 22, okay. Yeah, yeah. just turned 22. 22, bro. And think about everybody you met in the past 22 years. Sometimes exactly. I think, man, I would have never thought I'd be in the position I am today, you know, especially, exactly. uh, you know, one thing I've learned, you know, is just get to know people, kind of just open yourself up, you know, don't be scared of what could be an opportunity. Sometimes our minds will fool us into believing in, hey, you know, don't do it. You're not ready, this, that, and whatever, all type of excuses. But sometimes you just got to ignore it and just do it. It's kind of like, you know, when you're diving off the board, you know, in the deep water, you know, you can swim, but for whatever reason, you jumping off the board just kind of feels intimidating to you. You just got to do it. Right. And, you know, if you do that, it'll take you to places beyond your wildest imagination. Nah, man, you, you most definitely hit it on the nail, bro. Uh, and I think that being a part of organizations, like you said, NAB is very, very important when it comes to job search strategies, leveraging that network, right? Absolutely. And, you kind of touched on like how that network allowed you to find that opportunity. You say you wasn't even looking for Deloitte, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And people are willing to, because people like, know and trust you, they're willing to vouch for you on your behalf. Yeah. Right? So when a job comes to mind, oh, Terry's the first person I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already built that relationship with that individual to the point where they like, know and trust you enough to say, Terry, I like you enough to where I want, I want to give you this opportunity. Absolutely. To apply this job, right? And I'm going to refer you there. 
right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to job searching strategies, bro, I, I'm gonna I'm a share one of my strategies with the community. Um, I think first, man, it, it finds, it starts with you. Yeah. You know, um, I think one thing that people miss with job hunting is they don't even know who, what they want. Yeah. They're, they're applying for any and everything available, right? Mm -hmm. And when you do that, man, you're gonna be lost. It's so many jobs out there. If you don't have a strategy behind job searching, you'll be job searching forever. And then you'll yeah, forever. Up, exactly. You'll end up not even getting the job that you really like because you don't even know what you want, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell people, man, start with you. Think about what fuels your fire. If you weren't getting paid to do this, will you still do it? Right? Yeah. And then every business has finance, marketing, sales, operations, HR, legal, right? There's only so many sectors of business within any organization or company. Mm -hmm. Take that and do some research on which sector fits you. Yeah. So I'm a finance and marketing major, right? So ideally, I'll be in the finance and marketing sector. Just I'm a financial analyst at Adobe, right? So I figured out, okay, based on my skill sets and based, based on what fuels my passion, what fuels my fire, I know exactly what position I'm seeking. I'm seeking yeah. finance positions. I'm seeking marketing positions. That way I know exactly what positions to look for in the specific industry I love. And people don't realize, man, the industries that they love, they're, they're utilizing those industries every single day, right? Whether it's technology, sports, beauty. If you watch sports a lot, you, you, you most likely like sports. But yeah. you know what people don't think about? You could probably work there too. Yeah, that is very, that's very true. Bro, there's finance, marketing, legal, <laughs> HR, in the sports industry as well. Right? Mm -hmm. So think about what you do on a daily basis. Think about the industries you tap into every single day. The companies you're utilizing every single day. The companies you're purchasing from every single day. Yeah. And, that's, and that's, take, that's take that approach, bro. Take that approach towards mm -hmm. applying for different job opportunities. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. I would also add on to that. Um, so for starters, um, for, especially for somebody who doesn't have experience, right? Right. You know, we get in a position where we're thinking about, I need a job, I need to get the job, I need to get the job, right? Well, before you can get to the job, you have to focus on the people first. You have to focus on the people first. And, you, and, when, and what I mean by that is you have to add value to somebody. Now, before COVID times, and maybe this is still okay today, if you go to the restaurant, go to mass, but hey, it could be something as simple as you talking to a consultant or a recruiter. Hey, I would like to get to know about you and your background. Don't even, it's cool to mention the company, but I wouldn't even focus on mentioning the company, honestly. You know, I want to get to know you first. Let's, let's have a dialogue. Let's talk, let's talk like how we are now, for example, right? We're, get, exactly. we're, just, talking, we're just talking about life, business, whatever the case may be. Let's, let's see if we can find some commonalities, right? Listen to what that person has to say. Because people love to hear themselves talk, right? And when people see that you're a person who listens and pays attention and you know you're a person who's easygoing, whatever the case may be, I guarantee you they will do everything in their power to make sure they put you in the position that you need to get in. It, it may not even have to do with the company. It could be something better off, right? And that's where we get it confused first. And you have to think about it. And it's, I guess it's a kind of strange way of thinking about it. You have to think of the job as the destination of the kingdom 
and then the people as the gatekeeper. If the people don't like mm -hmm. it, they're not going to let you into their kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. So you have, you, have, <laughs> you have to focus on them first, and then everything else will follow, right? Bro, My approach bro. with Deloitte, you know, Deloitte's a great company. There's a lot of great companies out there, but my focus wasn't even on Deloitte. It was I knew what I wanted to get out of Deloitte and what I could do for Deloitte, right? Mm -hmm. So I like that, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest pieces that we don't talk about a lot is getting like to know that. people. I like that, bro. And people, people was make, you know, would make the world go round. And mm -hmm. I think people got to think about professionals are people before they're professionals. Absolutely. And I say that and people get that twisted. And that's exactly what you just hit on, man. And that network is so essential. And when people feel like, they can relate to you. Like I said, yes. bro, people always hire who they like, no one trusts. Always. If, if I like you, bro, I know I know most definitely I can be working. Yo, I had a notification, I guess. Came up. Nah, you good. But I can most definitely do work with you if I like, no one trusts you. Yes, absolutely, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's where people mess up is where is when they don't think holistically about the job search and just make it about themselves make it yeah. about them interview them <laughs> you know Every what i'm saying time, like, get to know get to know the company get to know the organization get to know the people in the organization right before you start yeah. leveraging what you do and how you're so good at what you do and how you're qualified for the job because everybody thinks that mm -hmm. what's going to make you different <laughs> Absolutely. You know? That is absolutely true, man. So um, I think my next question, bro, is what what steps do you take to to reach out and build those relationships out. with different professionals? Yeah. So, you know, I guess now looking at looking back at it, if I could kind of advise my past self, um, I would start with really just so it's, it's kind of interesting the time that we live in, right? We, we're, we're in the COVID situation, so we're not able to really have that face-to-face -face interaction, right? Wow. However, like I said earlier, it goes back to getting to know the people. When you approach somebody on LinkedIn, right, or send an email, you want to get to know them first. So, hey, you know, hey, my name is such and such. You know, I, I, I want to get to know you more about, the, more about the company. You can mention that in there because... You do want to mention your purpose, right? You do want to right. mention your purpose. Right. You want to but, be intentional. Yes, but you want to bring it back to getting to know them first. If you can get them to get on a phone call with you, you know, that's you're already in you're already in the door if you remain consistent after that point. And what I tell people is some people when they get in contact with the career, they kind of fumble the bag because after that they're like, I'm not sure if I should be hitting them up anymore, whatever the case may be. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Once you get in contact with that recruiter, keep contact with them. It doesn't even have to be nothing about the internship, the job, whatever. Get just just check up on them. It goes along with when you check up on somebody. Matter of fact, um, my recruiter at Deloitte, right mm -hmm. um, after when I after when everything was solidified with me getting the internship, I literally kept in contact with her every single month because one, I wanted to know how she was doing, and then two, I understood the value in it. Right. When the internship started and when it ended, I was one of the most talked about people. Right. 
not only because of you know what I was doing, but because how much she bragged about me to other recruiters and people throughout the, the company, right? Right. So, right. you know, you just going out and just bring it to the person, bring it to the person, and everything else will follow. Yeah, so, man. I think one thing you did hit on, I love about, I love what you said, man, was that phone consultation. Yeah. Not like the like that informational interview, right? Absolutely. Um, it's very very important, man. And I think one question that people don't use or don't utilize is who else can you connect me with? So I know you said keep following up with the recruiter, right? That's great. Mm -hmm. But who else can I talk to in the company? And oh, yes. I even take the approach to where I don't even reach out to the recruiters, bro. Like I'll, I'll reach out to them just to, you know, they, they know my name and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But I want to get to know the people, the people doing yeah. what I want to do. That's very so, true. If I want to be a financial analyst at Google, I'm going to go to LinkedIn, look up financial analysts at Google, yeah, <laughs> and start leveraging those networks, leveraging those relationships to the point where I'm learning from the person exactly in the role. Because mm -hmm. the HR recruiter is only going to tell me the overview. Not because, you know, not because they don't want to, right? It's because yeah. they can't. They're not a financial analyst at Google. They're an HR recruiter. That's yep. not their role. Their role is to know the overview of each role to attract different qualified candidates. Absolutely. So take the approach in leveraging the people that you want to know or the people that's in your role, and you'll, 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 I think you'll have more results that way. And I know this from experience. Yeah, it's actually funny recruiter. you mentioned that. Because everybody, everybody, everybody's talking to the recruiter, bro. You got to be different. Yeah. You yep. know, and then, man, think about this. You you might be one in 800 financial analysts, right, at the company, or yeah. maybe more, right? And say, you know, Terry reaches out to you. I'm like, oh, I got somebody reaching out to me? I want, they want to learn more about what I do? Yeah, right? man. Now you're making them feel special. Yup. Man, that's definitely going to get on the call with you, bro. Especially if you do, if you do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. Leverage LinkedIn, bro. You can learn literally somebody's whole life story on LinkedIn in thirty seconds. You can. Go and I'm telling you, they will they'll give you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know, bro. Everything find, you need to know. Find a commonality. Find an interest. Hey Terry, uh, I see you. Um, you know you're you like you like football. You know, I just watched the game today. Sent him a little article. Hey, I want to get on a phone call with you for about fifteen minutes. You know, chat about your experience, how you like the game. Not even about work. Not even about saying, work, right? man. And they're, and, they're, and they're always blowing away about that. They're always exactly. blowing away. Exactly, that's actually, bro. yes, that's the number one point um, that I, you know, that I meant, forgot to mention earlier is that just that, you know, it's honestly, it's just that before you even touch the recruiter, <laughs> you want to reach everybody else because, you know, some people are scared that they may not respond. Well, somebody's going to do it if you're persistent. If you keep, if you keep going on and you keep trying to reach out to people, People love, like, like we talked about earlier, people love to talk about themselves. People love to talk about their job, their life, whatever the case may be, anything. You know, actually, it's kind of funny. I remember during the end of my internship, um, I took some time to, because one of the things that I wanted to get into was smart infrastructure development, right? So I was like, all right, let me go ahead and try to contact somebody that works somewhere around this space. So long story short, I ended up talking to a lady. She talked about her passion, whatever the case may be. And you know what she told me? 
She said, I love talking about my job, my story, whatever it gives me, because not too many people ask me that stuff. So you know what? Anytime you need anything, just feel free to hit me up. You see how powerful that is? Bro, you hit it right on the nail, bro. Like, you, do you see how powerful genuine. that is? It's about being genuine, bro. Like, Always. Get to know people for who they are, man. They're, like I tell people, like, even even now, bro, even on like, interviews, where people tell me, tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. First first thing people want to do is tell, list, list their accolades. Yeah. Oh, I was president. I was financial analyst. I was this. I was this. I was this, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to say? I What's like that? Talking, real people obtain real results. Always. Comes first. That's, that's, that's who I am, bro. Because my job, my job title doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. I can leave that job tomorrow. Absolutely. But who, but who are you? You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a different way to look at it, man. And you got you to gotta spice it up, man. Everybody coming with the same answers. Everybody, man. Everybody, and I tell people, man. I tell people this all the time. Tell it how it is. Tell however you feel, let it be known. It doesn't mean to just, I guess, you know, be aggressive or the case may be, but talk about your passions. Talk about whatever comes to your mind. If it's something that you have a burning desire to know, ask it. There's a reason why you have that burning desire because you're being told something, you know? Your gut never leaves you wrong. Your gut never leaves you wrong. So it's best to follow it when it when it's time for you to follow it. And don't hesitate. And matter of fact, that's the best time to do it is when you hesitate. That's right. So. Hey, I agree, bro. And I kind of want to, I know we're talking about, you know, building relationships with different people, um, leveraging our network. So when it comes to, you know, job searching, looking for that next opportunity, how important is culture? Culture. Organization and what type of culture is the best fit for you specifically and how can people identify whether the culture will be a good fit for them or not i know that was kind of long-winded but yeah i'll take it let's let's take it a little bit by portion so okay. culture what how does, does it culture mean play a, a factor when job searching and making the decision if you want to be at that company or not yeah sure so you, there's an intrinsic lesson that can be that can be learned behind, you know, not only just culture of the company, but your environment, right? Culture is an environmental thing. So the that's one thing I, I would recommend, you know, somebody looking at it is that your environment will always be your real power. You can go to a nice job that's paying handsomely, but if you don't like the culture, the work you do, you'll burn out. Burn out. You'll burn Easy. out. So you really have to go in and look at what do what do I value? Do I value meaningful relations? Do I value traveling do i value a laid-back culture or am i more of a strict or you know strictly about business type person right if i'm that type of person i'm most likely going to be surrounded by those type of people if i'm down to earth and i appreciate people who are the same as me then i need to be around that group of people because if there's any conflicts of interest not even interest but ideologies you know you're not going to be in an environment where you can truly thrive you know if you're if, if somebody can't relate to you then they can't help you that simple. So, did I did I answer all those all the portions, or was there? I think any... you hit on it, man. Uh, okay. And I I really want to touch on like how big of a factor culture is because I mean your environment, bro. You're, you know, you're you're the average of the five, you know, the people around you. Yep. 
you know? And I think one thing I look for in culture when applying for different jobs is, first I'm visiting the company's website, you know? Yep. See, see if they even have people that look like me on the website, right? Mm-hmm. But not only yeah, that looks like me, but that looks different than me too, right? Because I do value mm-hmm. diversity and inclusion a lot because I think diversity is a catalyst for innovation. It is. And it absolutely is. I think it really, I think it, it hones in on different, you know, personalities, different mindsets, because we come from different cultural backgrounds, ethnicities, to the point where we have different opinions that we have to value, right? And everybody yeah. is supposed to be included. Um, you know, that's the initiative that most companies are taking today is everybody inclusive. Um, we want to hold hands, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? And when it comes to culture, I think most definitely you have to know what you like. Um, because I'm very fast paced. I like a fast paced environment. I don't like to be bored. I don't like yeah. to do the same things every day, day in and day out, right? Yeah. But man. also I want the opportunity to grow. Um, so that's another thing I look for within a company is growth. What's the growth opportunities at the co- at the company? You know, who is I could agree with you more, position? man. Yeah, man, who's in my position right now? How long have they been there? You know? Uh what's what's what is what does the next stage look like? What is what does a promotion look like at this company? How many years does it take to get a promotion at the company? You know, because at the end of the day, nobody wants to remain stagnant. Everybody at wants all, to do better. Now, whether you do better or you don't, <laughs> that's a whole different story. Yeah, right? it's a whole different story. And maybe but, you're not meant to be there. You know, and maybe there's something exactly. else in life that is better suited for you. You know, if you, exactly. if you if you're not if you can't thrive in that particular environment. Exactly. And I don't know anybody that wants to remain stagnant or you know be the same year after year, right? Not at all. Um, no company wants that. I don't think. I don't think any person wants that. So I think culture does come into play um, when you are choosing which company to, you know, be employed at. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, man, you're spending forty plus hours a week there. You want to be excited about where you go. Right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You want to be passionate about what you're doing every day. You want to also contribute, right? So the the ability to contribute. Um, and add value is very, very important, right? You want to feel like, okay, the things I'm doing at work actually matter, you know? And if I, if it doesn't, then what am I doing here? Yeah, right. No, absolutely. Everybody wants to see how they matter. You know, everybody wants to feel important, mm-hmm. right? So I think knowing the culture, knowing the background, knowing how things operate, knowing your growth opportunities is very important and it all comes into, it all ties into the culture of the company because the people at the company are going to tell the tale, bro. Yeah. Like, you're, building, you're building a culture from ground up, you know, even with Spark Your Resume, now I'm building a culture at Spark Your Resume, bro, to the point where I'm hiring different individuals to to have diversity within a company, you know, from, from the ground up. I, even, I just started, bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm already thinking about that. So, yeah. I think it's very important because at the end of the day, man, your 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 employees, your team members are your brand, right? So you mm-hmm. want to make sure those people are um, upholding the core values and your mission and vision um, at 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 an all time high. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Shout out to our sponsor, Spark Your Resume. Founded by Leander Howard II, is an online resume writing and career advancement services company helping real people obtain real results. Spark Your Resume specializes in resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, 
interview coaching, and career consulting. Spark Your Resume transforms your professional brand within six to eight business days. They offer their number one seller to Spark Your Career package, which includes a resume enhancement, LinkedIn profile development, personalized cover letter, messaging template, so an introduction email template, thank you letter template, and cover letter template, along with a 45-minute tutorial on how to navigate LinkedIn effectively. The number one platform for professionals with over 675 million members. They have over 50 five-star reviews and five months of business. Spark Your Resume is the place to advance your career. Visit their website, sparkyourresume.com, to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with a team member to discuss your career goals and professional experiences. Follow their social media for career advice and motivational content. Spark Your Resume, helping real people obtain real results. Hey, man, I do want to kind of talk about, too, man, like, everybody loves to get paid, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, with that being said, how big of a factor is pay when applying for different opportunities? Where do you leverage? Like, what, what resources do you use to find out different salaries? Um, and really just touch on, like, how how do you value pay versus culture or okay. pay versus growth? Okay. So my post with everything is, you know, have an end goal in mind, right? But a starting point all it makes it can make a tremendous difference. It definitely can. So I guess the biggest thing is understanding, you know, do do you personally value money, right? Do you value the job, the work more than the money, or is it vice versa? Right? And then you have to figure out, okay. If you can figure out the pay, the pay portion, right, can you fit the culture in there? Can you fit other aspects that you desire in there? If there's, if you have a lot more cons in the pros, then you might have to do some reevaluating, right? Not talking down on, you know, things like investment banking or whatever the case may be, but you hear a common theme. They make a lot of money, but they work so many hours where it's like they question, is it even worth it? And you don't want to get to that question because then you start you start thinking life is a misery or even a scam, you know. So you really have to go in and evaluate that. For me personally, it plays a portion, but it doesn't tell the whole tale because you have to keep the end goal in mind and understanding your value, what you what you want to get out of get out of the job that you're at, and where you see yourself going in the future. So you know, whatever you're blessed with, focus on the job itself and adding that value. Okay, and everything else will follow. The money will follow. Now, in terms of the resources um, that I use to kind of, I guess, figure out the type of role that I'm in, I do a lot of research. So first, I want to figure out, okay, what roles do I fit best or what roles interest me, right? I do right. some comparisons, okay? And I see, okay, this, this, this position is paying this much, this position is paying this, and this position is paying this. Okay, cool. Now, what goes into what goes into this right here, right? And what what I guess best follows suits with my skill set, right? And what is the end goal of where I'm going to be at in the long term? So if I wanted to be accountant, right? You know, or CPA, and my goal is to be a CFO. I already know what the what what's going on in the long term. This is what I want to do. Now, if I want to do something else that may not, you know, measure up to let's just say a treasurer position, you have to weigh those pros and the cons and what's going to better suit you for your position down the road 
because everything is about the end game. It's never about where you start. And we sometimes we get too caught up in the starting point. Well, this company is offering me this and this company is offering me that. You know, I want this right. starting salary right here. You know, right. to be realistic, you know, I guess this, this might be a little off topic, but it's, it's kind of irrelevant. If you're coming fresh out of college, you don't have mm -hmm. any experience under your belt, but you got something that you can work with, you know, you know, you want to probably take it on and go forth with it. Now, I will say this right here. If you want to negotiate a higher salary off, off the jump, or the case may be, look into how you can do that. How, what, is, what can you do that can make you negotiate your salary? Some people, for example, right, they go pursue their CPAs before they take a full-time position, right? That's something you can negotiate with. Right. Or maybe even certifications that pertain to the role that you're trying to get into that you can use to leverage yourself. Everything's about leverage. Everything's about negotiation. If you can prove to your, if you can prove to the employer that this is what I add and this is what I can do, everything will follow through. Yep, and then also um, even getting a higher degree. So I know some people that go get yeah. an MBA or a master's right after they finish their bachelor's, right? That allows them to, you know, um, hit a different tax bracket or a different salary bracket. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, when it comes to payment, I think I break it down into percentages. Um, honestly, pay to me. Especially right now, being young, bro, probably matters about forty percent. Yeah, you know, I want to right now. I'm focused more on growth. Yeah, absolutely. And learning, absolutely. Right. So being around people, I can learn, man. Um, the pay, the pay lady on the line will speak for itself. Absolutely. You know, uh, if I'm learning skill sets, um, different opportunities, learning how to network, learn how to play that corporate game, um, mm -hmm. navigate the corporate space as a black male. You know, uh, that's that's in value. You know, that's you can't put a you can't put a price on that, right? You can't. You um, can't at all. We're already limited in the C-suite area anyway, um, in corporate. So, I think that's the pay is not really what I'm focused on. It's it's ways to make bread, stocks, yeah. options, real estate. Plenty know, of ways, man. And Plenty that's one thing ways. I want to mention, man, is you don't want to put your eggs in one basket. You know, True. like for some of us, you know, I I. I know that I'm going into corporate, but I already knew from the jump that this wasn't going to be my indecision. This was only going to set me up for something later down the line that I want to accomplish. And this this is how I tell people, if you don't see yourself staying in corporate too long, you know, a lot, well, first I'll say a lot of people try to not corporate, you know, it has its pros and its cons, but oh, the yeah. biggest thing you can get out of corporate is the ability to learn. Yes. Learn faster. Yes. The foundation you don't have is to make mistakes that you don't have to make, right? And you take those lessons and you apply that to your own endeavors, whether you're investing into real estate, like you said, stocks, bonds, whatever the case may be. That's you want to be able to leverage these resources, especially as black men and women. We we don't really we really underestimate the fact of yes, we have this job, but let's see how we can correlate these skills into something that can last us a lifetime, whatever the case may be. No, I feel that, bro. Um I most definitely feel that. I think I think it really comes down to core values and what you value in life. You know? Yeah, if, absolutely. If money, is what you, if money is what you're chasing, man, you never chase your passion. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll never you'll never reap the uh the benefits of fully chasing your passion and your dreams, right? Because absolutely. money money is so valuable to you, man, that you're not worried about anything but the next dollar. Absolutely. You know? And that and it fluctuates every every day. <laughs> right? The value of a paper 
paper bill fluctuate every day. So I advise everybody not to chase the money. Yeah. Chase the passion I, and the money gonna come. Absolutely, um, man. I wanna also make this point right here because you know, this is something I feel like needs to be said. Money isn't real. However, mm. it is a reflection of the value that you bring. Some mm. people talk about Jeff Bezos, right? He makes too much money. Well, you know why he makes so much so much money? It's because he adds value. It's facts. He it's allows facts. you to go on the website and make some orders off of <laughs> Amazon and they bring it to your doorstep. You can't tell me he doesn't deserve what he what he gets because he, he doesn't he doesn't he adds his value. Convenience. He ma he, he makes things convenient for everybody. So he's, you know what the reflection of that is? The money that he makes. It's the same thing in everything in life. Money is only a reflection of the value that you bring to other people. That's facts. That's facts. You, you exchange money for value every day. Absolutely. Every day, man. That's the exchange. And what that price point is, is just how much value they bring it to you, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's how you set that price. Yes, nah, sir. Man, um, I think one of my last two questions, man, I kind of want to touch on is, I know we're in this COVID world right now. Um, a lot of people are, you know, unemployed. Uh, so I think this is a good topic to kind of speak on the job searching strategy and what people should do to navigate that space. Um, but like, do you have any advice for people trying to obtain a job right now virtually? How can they go about networking via LinkedIn, um, building relationships online? Just, just really getting adapted to this new world that we're in. Um, yeah. Probably for the next, until next summer, most likely. Most companies are not going back in office until summer of 2021 now. Yeah, man, sure. That's actually a question I've been thinking about for a, a little minute, uh, especially after my internship and just thinking about other people who, you know, you really start to value those opportunities where you were in person, you can talk to people and whatever the case may be, right? I think the biggest thing um, that will really help you stand out is just to be bold. Be bold. So let's just say you're in a webinar, right? Well, we'll start with back to what we talked about, LinkedIn, right? You go out, you see some consultants, you're a little nervous, you don't know what to do, if you should message this person, whatever the case may be, do it. Be bold. If you go to a webinar um, for some company or maybe even a conference online, be bold. Ask questions. If people are asking the crowd questions, you add, you answer them even if you don't know the answer. At least you try. Because I guarantee you somebody in that room was thinking of the same question, but they didn't want to do it because they're in a webinar full of 100 or so people. You know? And that will make Take you think people will, that will, people will remember you for that. And I, and I can testify to that And going back to my internship. It was completely virtual, right? Environment was completely virtual, man. But you know what? What made me really stand out is I answered the questions and I asked the questions. Even if I wasn't sure about everything, I still said something. I always made my presence known. I always asked how everybody was doing, you know, and it, and it played along in the long run because people were asking about me and said, you know, hey, this is a, he's a great intern, you know, there's so much going on for him, whatever the case may be. It's because I forced myself, I, I took, I had the confidence or, you know, developed the confidence to just put myself forward. And I think that's what people really need to do in this COVID situation because ultimately we love face-to-face -face interaction, right? Right. If course, we're in person right now and you're 15 feet away from me, I'm not really, I'm not getting personal with you. I'm not really feeling you. But if let's, we're five feet apart, it's a big difference, right? It's the same thing in this COVID environment. Yes, we're virtual, but 
you have to assert yourself and be bold. Yeah, so it's about, that's it's about my advice. It's about for, vibe, you know, man. Yeah, and, man, absolutely. And, well, I think I think a lot of people are struggling because it's virtual, right? We're not used to this. Yeah. And people fail to adapt, you know? Yeah. Um, but I but I think my, my advice to really is just to do it. It's just, yeah. just like you said, like nobody nobody's used to it, right? So are you making excuses for yourself, you know, and not and not adjusting to the new environment? Somebody else is, right? Mm-hmm. And they're leveraging the opportunities. Absolutely. Right? In life in life, man, you can either say stay stagnant or improve. Mm-hmm. You know? You can you can go you can roll with the punches. <laughs> or you're gonna be left behind, man. Things yeah, are changing. Man. Things are changing at an exponential rate right now. If you're not able to adapt, you gonna have a long you have a long time. A long, a long way to go, a man. Long hard time. Yeah, man, and yeah, bro. Like, like, I encourage everybody, you know, especially the ones watching this right now. Like I said earlier, be bold, take be action, bold, don't rich, hesitate. Man. You have nothing to lose. You have That's nothing to lose. That's the thing. People want to see you ask. If you ask questions, that means you're learning. You're curious. Exactly. You're trying to exactly. understand. If you're trying yep. to sit in the background with everybody else who is not sure about whatever is going on in their in their environment, you're you're not going to stand out. Yep. You know, you're not going to stand separate out. Yourself. You have to separate and yourself. This, yes, absolutely. And this environment proves it. You, now you really have to go get it if you really want it. Facts. You do. You really There's do. No, man. You can't really beat around the bush this time around because. You re- people have to really, you have to go the extra mile to make sure that your presence is felt. Yeah, man. And I think just, if you're not on LinkedIn, man, you got to get on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn man. has 675 million members in over 200 countries, bro. Whether you're, you're a business owner or a consumer, LinkedIn is the place to be. Yeah, like, absolutely. LinkedIn is my number one gener- revenue generator right now for Sparkle Rest. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, business on there is booming. You know, uh, but it's also a place where you can meet so many great people um, across the country. I've talked to people in Nigeria, India, Saudi Arabia, bro, North Korea. Like, it's crazy, bro. Zoom is a thing, you know, and it's international. Like, leverage, though, leverage this opportunity to really get to know people that you probably would never meet. <laughs> that's the, like, that's absolutely, that's absolutely correct. We have to start thinking about the good of Corona. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah, we understand people are passing away. We understand that it's a it's a it's a virus out there, right? But at the same time, it's happening. What are we gonna do about it? You know, like what what actionable what actionable items are you gonna take to step up your game mm-hmm. to adapt to the new environment and seek that opportunity that you're you're qualified to get. Yeah, it takes it takes it takes work, and I think it takes have, work. People are misconstrued about the concept of a job search, bro. Getting a job is a job. <laughs> oh man, that. don't even get me started on that. that. <laughs> getting a job is a job. Like it's hard. Yeah, it Especially is. Especially now, it and absolutely and, is, man. And, and stop thinking you're the only person. You know, now, man, it's millions of people unemployed. Millions. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Wake up. <laughs> Take some time out to get online. Leverage your link. If you're not doing anything about it, stop. Stop complaining. Yeah. Stop complaining. You know. 
and I and I challenge everybody to dig deep, man. This this is that time you go. You're gonna have to, cause it's your neighbors applying for a job, your brother, your sister, your, everybody's applying for a job. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you're not if you're not leveraging your your brand online, utilizing that LinkedIn platform to your advantage, you're making excuses. <laughs> Uh, you, you absolutely are it's making free. excuses, man. It's it, free, bro. It's free game. It's free game, man. You gotta hustle, man. It's just like, yeah, Chris. Mm -hmm. COVID, yeah, it's, it's separating the hustlers from the helpless. Exactly. That's exact. That's exactly what it's doing. It's showing you it who is. is really it going is. to take the initiative to go get it. Because we're we're the good thing about COVID, we are all mm -hmm. on the same level playing field. Everybody's at home. Everybody. <sighs> That is that is true. That is Everybody, definitely true. Bro. Everybody, there's no excuse. I'm talking about athletes, artists. We are people in the United States and in the world. COVID is worldwide. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to separate yourself? That is absolutely true, man. You know? That's actually that's actually a word to really you know let that sit on your heart. You know, we yeah, like man. you said, we are sitting on the same playing field right now. Everybody's at the house. Everybody, but some bro, people are making it happen. Making it happen. Zero excuse, bro. Zero excuse. Zero excuse, bro. I think the last thing, man, uh, I want to talk, I want to touch on before we end this great, great episode, man, uh, is what are like, I come from perspective. It's one thing I've always thought about. What are, what are three things, just three, that, that will ultimately determine your decision for one, choosing a position that you want, two, the industry, and then three, the company. Okay, okay. Repeat that again one more time to make so, sure I recognize that in my so head. So pretty much, because my job searching strategy is first you need to figure out, you know, what fuels your fire, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You need to figure out what sector of business you want to be in, whether that's finance, sales, marketing, HR, operations, mm -hmm. legal, whatever the case may be, because it's only a limited amount of sectors, but every business has those sectors. Big then you figure out what industry do I want to be a part of? What industry ultimately makes me happy? And I told people to think about what are you already where are you already spending your money? Yeah. What are you already passionate about? If you watch sports a lot, look into the sports industry. If you love beauty, look into the beauty industry. Look around your house. Every product that you buy is a company. Yeah. Think about, okay, maybe I can go add some value here. Absolutely. Let me look into what they do, right? Mm -hmm. And then after you figure out the industry, I meant to I meant to say this earlier. Don't just apply for the large companies. Right? Don't weed out, don't weed out yep. the medium size and small. So once you you might learn out, the most from know, there. Exactly. Once you figure out your, your passion, one is your passion, two is your position, three is the industry, and then you attack the you attack applying for the jobs. Because now I figured out my passion. I want to be a financial analyst. I like the tech industry. I'm at Adobe, right? I know mm -hmm. I'm 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 in this I'm in this category to where I can apply for all financial analyst positions within the technology industry. Yeah. Right? So now I'm going from Adobe to Google to Microsoft to whatever, all the way down to small companies. And then it's going to give you an opportunity to, to put yourself out there. It's a numbers game. The more mm -hmm. you apply, the more opportunities you probably will get. 
If I apply for a hundred jobs, I got a hundred opportunities to get interviews. Nah, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely right? that's absolutely so correct. By taking that approach, man, you're putting yourself out there, and then you're you're learning along the way because you realize companies are asking the same questions: interviewer, interview in, interview out. So now you're gaining practice. You know, you get a free you get a free practice on interviews, right? Yeah. Learning how to learning how to answer those star behavioral questions, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You're learning how to you know articulate your skill sets and values. You're learning how to identify your value proposition to an HR recruiter or a hiring manager. Mm-hmm. Those things don't come naturally. They take practice. They do. They absolutely do. That they is take totally practice. true. So by using that strategy, it's going to put yourself in a better position to obtain the opportunities you want, but it's still strategic because you you identify where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not applying for marketing, sales, operations, HR. No, I'm applying for finance positions within this industry from large companies to small companies. Mm-hmm. And then you do your research on the company itself to figure out if it's a good fit, and that's what we talked about with culture. Yep, no, absolutely, absolutely. That's what it comes down to. So when I ask you that question on what are your three key indicators to why you choose the company you want to work for, I can't, I really want to I really want to hear your thoughts. Okay, sure. So the first one, of course, of course, is the culture, right? But also advancement and then leverage. Mm. So mm. when I'm talking about culture, we kind of elaborated on that earlier. You know, if you can't if you can't fit in the environment, you won't be able to thrive in the environment. So you know that I really can't stress it enough. You really have to understand, you know, who you are as a person, what people you like to work with, and where you see yourself going within that culture. The second thing, advancement. What is the opportunities, the exit opportunities that I have once I'm in this company, whether to move up or to move out? What opportunities are presented to me, and how? What can I achieve down the road? And then leverage. Once I leave the company, can I leverage? their brand, their resources, whether like, let's just say the investing in my education, if they paid the majority for my master's degree or my certifications, can I leverage this company to pay for my for those resources? When I leave this company, I go to transition to another company. Will that company give me, I guess that reputation that will propel mm. me, whether it be salary or just whatever my proposition may be, can that company help me, right? A lot of people right. talk about how big four is so much work, right? But yep. a lot of people, when they get into big four, they don't get into big four because, uh, you know, hey, I love it, except for right. the few, right? Um, it's all about the exit opportunities and the ability to leverage that, that yep. those resources that I that I was able to um, earn, for lack of better words. So those are my three propositions, but the, the, the biggest thing that you should always have is leverage. And leverage, in my book, is synonymous with in-game. Mm. Point game, point blank. Everything you should be able to catapult yourself. Every time you're in a position, you should be cranking up that catapult. All right, where, what direction am I going into next? And then once it's time to release it, it's going to sling you across the room. So that's that's my that's those are the three indicators for me. Hey man, I love those. I love all three, man. Especially leverage, leverage, leveraging all the opportunities that come your way, um, leveraging skill set. Leveraging networks is very, very important, man. When you have leverage, you have ability to sustain, 
mm-hmm. and you also have the ability to grow, right? And you also have the ability to make decisions, <laughs> right? <laughs> At man. the end of the day. Um, and man, I appreciate you joining, man. I'm glad to have you as my co-host for Wisdom Wednesday segments on the Spark of Success podcast. Um, job searching one-on-one. But nah, man, tell, let the people know where they can follow you, they can connect with you. Um, yeah, share, share some gems. Share, share, your, share your information, man. Sure, man. Um, you know, people. I'm normally off the grid most of the time. So, you know, you might see my <laughs> head pop out here and there. But, you yeah. know, you could guys can follow me on TLNR, T-L-Y-N-N-R-9-8 on IG. Feel free to shoot me a LinkedIn request. Um, you know, Terry Robinson. Uh, you can also just reach out to me personally if you had any other questions on the discussion that we had today or, you know, on this on this live. So, you know, feel free to reach out to me. You know, we could schedule time to chat or whatever the case may be. So, pleasure have. Thank you, Lee, for having me. And uh, this this has been a blast, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We back at it next week with another Wisdom Wednesday. Um, thank you every everybody Wednesday. for tuning in. Yeah, Wisdom Wednesdays, man. Every every week, 8 p.m. IG Live. We'll be here um, dropping gems, man, on career advancement, entrepreneurship, and maybe even touch on a little bit of life savings, right? You never know what you're oh, getting man. there, man. Oh, uh, yeah, Terry. Hey, Terry. Boy, I'm Terry, ready to talk about mastermind. that, man. Mastermind Terry, man. Uh, <laughs> but now, man, I appreciate you, bro. Um, and I'm about to uh, exit off here. I'm going to kind of close it out. All right, man. All right, man. You have a good day, all right? Or good all night. Right, bro. Appreciate it, bro. All right, man. You all too. Right. Hey, man. That was a great episode. Um, job searching one-on-one with Terry Robinson, my co-host for Wisdom Wednesday segments. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m., IG Live. We'll be going live here, dropping gems on entrepreneurship and career advancement. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, again, I'm your host, Leander Howard II, founder and CEO of Sparky Resume, um, helping real people obtain real results. We'll catch you next week. Love, Lee.